0: We still working on some shit over here?
1: I'm just reading. Sweet. Apparently, in my one class, a lot of people did ass on an assignment. So the teacher for this week, uh, it's the same assignment. It's a makeup assignment, but it's the same assignment. But instead of using R and R Studio, we're using Python and Spider. But... I don't have to do it because I got a 94 out of 100. So Sweet I'm assuming man. I was I was probably one of the only ones that did well because he commented on my thing saying good at like 618, and then at 625, he commented again saying very good. And I was like, hey.
0: Yeah. Okay. He, he graded you on that curve, huh? I
1: don't know. I mean, it's a 94 out of 100. I only messed up on one uh, yeah. question, really. Okay. But the programming portions I got completely right. It was just like the the the, the ones I messed up on were like text based where it's like you mm-hmm. answer them. Mm-hmm. I was like, does just need to be balanced or no? Explain why. And I said no, but the answer was yes.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Think.
1: And I was like, really? It. The other one I got right, but he gave me a point off because I guess my explanation wasn't good enough. <laughs> so I got like a 19 out of 20 on that part. I was like, okay, cool. But fuck it, 19 out of 20. Excellent. Rocking. All right. What's 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 Gabe doing? He's, I, don't, I don't know. He's, oh man, we gotta have to postpone this.
0: Uh, I'm doing the show regardless, so I hope not. <laughs>
1: Boot up some M dub. Uh, Did you get the ASVAL?
0: No, I I, I finished. I just got the sniper uh, like yesterday or whatever, and shit smacks. Well, this shit is nasty.
1: It's a little too nasty. I don't like the current meta where everybody's running around with the R700 trying to level it up. It's smacks. Because bo- both guns are busted right now.
0: They are. He muted himself again.
1: The ASVAL has a penetration value of like 10 million. You can essentially two-tap someone in the head by shooting them through a shipping crate mm-hmm. and a brick wall in spawn. Like, <laughs> stupid.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I don't have it yet, but uh, we're coming together.
1: I, I got it, but I just didn't use it yet. Oh, and I also need a recommendation from you because, okay. like, I, I was using the A94 for the first time, like, last week, and it was pretty ass. So I don't know if you have any, like, class setups or whatnot that work really well.
0: Uh, I can pull mine up after because uh, I'm kind of experimenting, too. I don't have it fully upgrade fully leveled up yet. Uh, so ah. I'm slowly working on it, too. Um, <clears throat> like,
1: I, I just, I don't know because it's the same ammo type, essentially that the m4 uses and then a different one but the thing that sets it apart is that it's a 600 round like round per minute rifle so and 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 then the hyper burst, the, the two shots at once like i feel like i'm pegging a dude maybe three or four times with hit markers and they just mm-hmm. like shit on me by you know with he, he again the guns. r700 or the acl or literally any other gun i'm just like what the hell like the thing's okay in like long-range engagements because it's pretty stable you know with the, with the right attachments like what i have right now likes, it's, like, all,
0: likes no guns recoil, a lot
1: but, yeah I'm like this thing sucks <laughs> cause I'll literally get three or four hit markers and they just turn around and drop shot me or some stupid shit
0: like that hey like, man okay. welcome to call of duty <laughs> mic oh.
2: check yes we Be. can hear you fucking A
0: oh see see
1: dude's audio dude's audio voices are like yeah yeah, yeah no they, they, they all shut down
0: you gotta keep that shit loose I don't know what the fuck happened bro it's like a muscle you stares. gotta stretch that shit out every now and then Gabe stared at them and said yeah <laughs>
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah oh shit
0: so Gabe this might be the first time in recorded history that you wouldn't be included in a pre-roll
1: fucking hey,
0: <laughs> sorry bro
1: oh how am I oh man we, we need
2: promotions
0: cause that was uh, that was seven minutes and uh yeah
2: it took a wait, we did pre-roll with audio issues what, what would it be the first time why am I surprised
0: well I didn't have audio issues you had audio issues <laughs>
2: I told y'all to wait no <laughs> yeah, you didn't we'll see yeah you're right
0: we'll see what we can do but so, uh hang on <laughs> you guys uh or hang
2: on to your fucking throat
0: nice you guys uh ready to get this cracking yeah burp my cracking what's going on guys welcome to the second city kids podcast episode number 163 163 and we are back i know it's been probably about three weeks since we've done a show you guys know the deal man uh, we're gonna take our times doing these things so we have a lot of stuff to talk about and hopefully make a show that's worthwhile for you guys to listen to uh because yeah it's good times so but yeah we are back on a beautiful day on the south side of chicago illinois beautiful night rather uh you know it is seven thirty-eight on a monday and we are back. Uh, obviously, I am your host, Jacob, and I have my usual cast it's of characters. Tuesday. Let's go ahead and get this crack. Who, who's here? Who here? Who dare? Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up? It's me, your boy Jabril.
0: Nice.
1: It's, it's Greg and Jake. It's it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? You said Monday. Did I really? Yes.
0: My bad. It's Tuesday, 7, and... 738.
1: Learn your cardinal directions, bro
0: Oh my goodness Alright, but yeah, we are back And uh, yeah, thanks you guys for joining us today um, We got a little bit of a beefy a beefy boy agenda You guys can see what's going on on the left of my screen On Twitch And if not, trust me, it's beefy And uh, let's go ahead and get started with Well, actually, you know what? Fuck that, before we get into the notes uh, It's been a minute I know, Greg, it's been a couple episodes since you've been on What's going on, man?
1: Uh, I got stuck in a toaster And I found my way out last night
0: Oh,
2: yeah, I don't want to talk
0: about it. <laughs> cool. Gabe? Okay, how, okay. How, how about you, bud? How is, how's everything going?
2: Well, I just spilled plantain chip crumbs all over my pants, so you could say I'm having a phenomenal day.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I call dibs. Called dibs on what? The,
2: the, the sco- crumbs sco- on my yeah, pants. Man.
0: Yes. That's
2: You gotta slurp them off like Mr. Nunu.
0: That's something that's interesting. Uh, they call me Ant Eater. Oh, okay, cool, excellent. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um... See what well, I failed to mention last time that we rolled the show It was actually Gabe's birthday so my bad And happy belated birthday to Gabe um, Thank you, sir. So we have that going And it was also my birthday And I am 20 How old am I now Gabe? 27 Holy shit. shit yeah old as balls I am sorry uh, but I'm getting older And I don't like that shit I'm closing in on 30 and that's real I don't like that shit Gabe fix it
2: Um. Well hey man 27 You know we can end it here You can be part of the club
0: This is true this is, oh yeah, you're right. This is a good, this would be a good year to die. Anyway. Yeah, right. We don't have time to get that dark on the podcast. We ain't, we ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so, uh, that's what's going on and I'm glad everybody's having a good old grand old time and let's just, let's just get this, get this started. So obviously for a uh, big, big note from today, um, Eddie Van Halen actually passed away today. Uh, Eddie Van Halen kind of, the uh, one of the godfathers of, uh, Great guitar playing, right? One of the considered one of the greatest of all time is no longer with us, and that's extremely sad. What do you guys think?
2: Um. Well, hey, man, Eddie Van Halen pretty much paved the way for a lot of modern metal guitar work, even like outside of like this typical spectrum that we hang around in. Mm-hmm. Whether you liked the band or didn't, you had your reservations with them. It's hard to kind of ignore the accomplishments and achievements, and kind of the standard mm-hmm. that the man set for rock music in general for years to come
0: yeah absolutely uh a a true tra- trailblazer in the sense that you know he he made guitar shredding kind of mainstream you know um before him it wasn't it wasn't exactly like that and uh the guy was incredible and like you said it's, it's just not it goes outside of the band the man has uh you know equipment that is very popular well used equipment throughout the whole entire world and uh yeah he he'll be missed so very 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 sad may he rest in peace eddie van Halen all right gabe i know you're okay right. so
2: I sent you a list um, early last week of this. Uh, somebody ranked all these phenomenal gangster movies, and mm-hmm. I was kind of upset with a lot of these placings. Okay. So I have a couple on here, and I want to do a makeshift tier list if you're interested.
0: Absolutely. Can you do me one favor, though? Just a smidge. Yeah, Turn down your gain just a smidge. Just my, a
2: smidge. My gain. Just Hang a on. smidge.
0: Yep. Jeez. Sorry, guys. Oh, he had the mute. <laughs> I didn't realize he had the mute for that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. you back? Yeah. Are we better? A little bit better. Excellent. All right. So, yeah, you have a, we have a list to go, right?
2: Yep. Okay, so I figured that we'd probably sit here and argue for four and a half hours trying to debate what would come one, two, three, et cetera, et cetera, and why you rank this movie over that one, Mm because you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Um, So I figured a tier list would be a nice concrete way to divvy this out and to get some sort of uh, consensus on which are better than the
0: rest. A tier Uh, list? Yeah, tier list. Oh, sweet.
2: So I'm just going to go down the list. We're going to start with my favorite, Goodfellas. Hey. Yeah, easy A tier. Godfather 1. A.
0: Godfather 2? A-, A.
2: Excellent. I had no qualms <laughs> or second thoughts about any of those. Uh, Scarface? B. Okay, good, 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 good. Casino?
0: Uh. C.
2: Yeah, I, I was going to say low C, but I'll-, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, the Departed? B. Mm-hmm. Okay, The Irishman? Haven't seen it. Yeah, I like D tier. Uh, Donnie Brasco.
0: Uh, oh, he's thinking, ladies and gentlemen. D? I mean. Not my favorite. D? My wow, favorite. you really didn't like Donnie not, Brasco. Not my favorite.
2: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I uh, I don't care about the movie enough to argue that, so it'll stay in D tier. Reservoir Dogs. C. C. Both as a mob movie and as a Tarantino film C.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Carlito's Way. D. D. Wow. Okay. That was a that was a bit of a stunner. I was gonna say like high C low B, but okay. Well, okay. So there we go. Um I guess part of the list that infuriated me. Do you remember what? Um they put Casino way above the departed, like twenty numbers above it. I think that's what really pissed me off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think and that- then they can't I think that was it, too. Yeah, I think you were upset about that quite a bit, actually.
2: And they they combined Godfather 1 and 2 into, like, a single entry onto the list, and it's like, bro, like, okay, calm down. Well, do we just not want to give anybody else a fair shot?
0: And if they're going to do that, then you have to include 3, too. You yeah, know, you have to. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's, it's not exactly fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just take, right. you can't just take the two-thirds of the... Uh, of the of the of the edible and just be like yeah I'm good no you have to eat that whole motherfucking thing to get the full effect you know what I'm saying
2: yeah if you include all three I think that would bump it down to low A high B you know, uh, I
0: don't know about that I think it'll still be an A but uh it's definitely it would definitely change the like dynamic the, yeah the rankings internally like high a low a like you said high a low, uh, low a kind of a situation but uh definitely not a b definitely not a below b no matter what
2: okay copy that that was a lot easier and a lot less painless than i thought it was gonna
0: <laughs> i mean you did it in a tier list you got to keep it simple because like you said we could argue all day internally about what's what's a better movie and what's not but if it's a great movie it's a great fucking movie and there's no arguing that you know yeah
2: and the whole multiple entries per tier is um
0: um, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. You so, because like what you said when you do when you, when you do a list uh, numerically, there's only one number one. You can't. You no, know, you know I mean you can't. You can't change that.
2: And there's definitely wiggle room in regards to mob movies. Like there's some that I'm like, okay, fair enough. I might have liked this better, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff here. You know, absolutely. And but but objectively, Casino is not better than The Fucking Departed. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Didn't they have Scarface like really 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 high? You said.
2: Yeah, Scarface was like four or five.
0: Uh,
2: And okay, fine, but come on,
0: really, (laughs) really? Gabe took that personal, man. He he actually like I want to say like it was like nine o'clock in the morning. Gabe's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" He was like, "Well, they put Scarface over Goodfellas." It's like, no. Oh man, no man. All right, that's (laughs) that's fair. How about you, Greg? Do you have any opinion on the? uh, Do you watch these type of style of movies? I don't even know.
1: I haven't seen any of them. I'll be honest.
0: You've never seen any of these movies. No, oh my god, G- Gabe, ship him back where you found him. Yeah, the
2: only uh, <laughs> the only mob movie Greg's seen is uh, is the foreign one I made him watch. Oh, okay. Eastern Promises. Uh huh. I like but, that. Yeah, but one. Jake hasn't seen good.
0: that. I have not seen that now.
1: That- oh, sh- ship Jake went back where he came from. Yeah. yeah, is
0: that the Russian one?
2: Yes. Sir.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think you might. Have- I think you've mentioned that a time or two. All right,
2: good jobby on Mob Movie Tier List. Um, Let's move forward. So we're celebrating an anniversary this year. It has officially been 20 years of shenanigans, obscenities, and skating. Jackass was released on October 1st, the year 2000, with Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville at the helm. Um, Kind of fucking scary, looking back at this, because I know you and I grew up watching this, Jake. Mm -hmm. We kind of... um, I don't want to say we grew with them, because we're not quite that old yet, Mm -mm. right?
0: Mm -mm.
2: But um, it's just this, like... Oh yeah, it's twenty years old. It is the absolute craziest thing to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, it, it's it's funny because you know people when the show was on, people gave it shit because it's just basically grown men doing really dumb shit, which essentially that's what it was. But what we have to keep in mind is that this kind of changed how MTV did their programming. Right, I consider Jackass At least in the late 90s early Well the, obviously the early 2000s I consider Jackass a turning point On MTV programming um, Just due to the fact that it was Very raw in nature uh, Raw in content and kind of Crude and um, It was just perfect for the time Period you know uh, and the thing about Jackass is that people f- fail to uh, Forget that there was Only like two seasons of the show you know what i mean it wasn't a show that lasted very long it wasn't fucking um it wasn't like walking dead or anything like that that went on for over a decade you know it was a show that had a very limited run but the impact that it had is, is still felt today honestly without shows like Jackass, what would Steve will be doing right now? <laughs> what would
2: any of them be doing right now? I mean, Bam had a skating career. Knoxville is an actor at heart, right? But what mm-hmm. was he going to pick up like Viagra commercials here and there? Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where you look at stuff like, uh, what was that damn Rob Dyrdek show? Robin Big and then there yeah. was uh, Nitro Circus. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just look at half the shit people are doing on YouTube now. And it's like, it's somewhat derivative of jackass you know they were the first ones to mainstream it and kind of mm-hmm. get it on the big screen and it's hard you, you put it best man like it's hard to not acknowledge those films if that's your brand of comedy yeah you know what i mean
0: it is uh it was fuel for preteen to teenage boys to do stupid shit with their friends and to kind of live vicariously or sometimes not vicariously depending how stupid you were through the actions of these guys and um it's like the ultimate frat boy kind of kind of a deal you know what i mean kind of comedy shit that you and your friends joked around with growing up and um yeah man it's just it's it's glorious and you have to keep in mind that this is a uh a a a, a tv series that spawned three films name how many uh
2: well hang on hang on it's a tv series that spun off wild boys that spun off three main line films uh two quote Yeah, two quote-unquote half movies. Mm -hmm. Then you have Viva La Bam, Bam's Unholy Union. Mm -hmm. And then everybody, most people in that weird production got some form of, like, Mm post-fame and shit like that. And it's just crazy. You look at the web that this cast and crew weaved with one another, and it goes so fucking insanely deep.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. It's one of the the greatest shows of all time just due to... just, I, just, I don't know I just recall fond memories of turning on MTV at eleven o'clock at night eleven thirty and just have hearing that theme song bro like and it's just you know what i 'm sitting down and I'm gonna fucking watch uh, them get fucking uh, ball shot fucking on repeat uh, going down yeah Super I mean Island like who,
2: who didn't after watching jackass who didn't take a shopping cart and just like
0: <laughs> you know what I mean oh man
2: I like, it's a very natural part of growing up fun fact uh, the jackass show and movies were how my dad and I bonded, right? Really? So, like, we would watch him, and he'd be like, don't tell your fucking mom what they're doing
0: here. <laughs> why Why Jackass? Why did he choose Jackass to bond with you Because it's
2: hilarious. I don't know. He came down, and I was watching it one day, and I was like, oh, shit, I should probably change the channel, right? And I'm like... <laughs> like nine or ten at this point yeah and he's like he's like hang on leave it and we just watched it all the way through and then all the movies uncensored and it like gets him to the point where he's crying and we've seen these things dozens of times you know what i
0: mean for sure like a hundred percent some of those jackass movies are the hardest i laughed in theaters probably ever probably, oh man probably what, ever. what
2: is your favorite jackass gag
0: oh man I mean, think best jackass gag oh the fucking hand the high five a, yeah,
2: the high five is definitely up there, and then the uh, the glove in the wall from Jackass too. <laughs> up there for as well.
0: <laughs> the Valentine is what it was called.
2: Yeah, the it, Valentine. Uh, it was
0: punch the people in the head. And it was it was out, those two things, and it's funny. Were opening bits for both of their films. Yep, and absolutely just,
2: wonderful pieces.
0: It was just fucking. It was a work of art and just the selling on each other and hop everybody, everybody got involved. And like, it eventually just kind of groups. Everybody just wait, waiting for the fucking punchline and either the, the The literal, yeah. Sometimes the literal punchline and just watching these guys just react to each other. It was just the funniest, funniest shit. It also got close to making me throw up in theaters because there's a couple of, a couple of scenes in there, like the sweatsuit. is pretty nasty. It's just the fucking gnarliest shit you've ever seen in theaters. And, um, i fucking love it man i wish we could bring it back or um you know obviously we're getting a
2: jackass four so hopefully soon
0: yeah we'll see um hopefully that works out because man some of the best best memories i had watching that show because it was just the funniest shit and even when i look back as a grown adult because you think well that's just you know teen uh pbs and kind of humor nah bro that shit is still funny today so yeah. uh, I, I I'd it.
2: argue that some of it's even funnier now that we're older because you realize the, like the ridiculousness of the situation.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, man. There's there's some really really good stuff in there. Greg, you have any? Do, do you have you watched Jackass? What what is your what is your background with it?
1: Uh, I mean I used to watch it when I was little because you know I always had MTV on. It would come on, but yeah, I've seen a couple of them here and there episodes.
0: Excellent. I consider it top five M- uh, MTV shows of all time, easily. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can see that. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just. It's really stunning to me that it's been 20 years. That is, that is a wild, wild thing that's happened. But very, very good. Uh, happy anniversary to the Jackass and all the crew. Um, you guys, I don't think they realize the impact that they have on society. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they started the show, I thought they would thought that would think it would be just a nothingness and that would be over with. But now it was a, a cultural phenomenon. You know what I mean? Uh, qu-
2: quick little flex i have my entire jackass collection signed by mr steve himself
0: oh look at him flexing flexing on all of us but yeah so very very cool happy anniversary to the jackass to jackass and its crew we thank you guys for all the fun all the laughs all, all good the stuff. broken bones absolutely let's keep moving so I, you and i both talked about this months ago gabe so we talked about how movies were starting to reopen up right the theaters were starting to reopen up <laughs> And it seemed like a lot of the movies that were supposed to be coming out have uh, pushed pushed back a little bit, right? Or they've pushed back the release date, whatever it may be. And I mentioned it. I'm like, hey man, I mean if if they don't stop dropping if they don't start dropping movies uh, in theaters for people to see, there's going to be no movie theater to open up to when it's time. And uh, the first casualty has fallen. Regal Theaters uh, is closing all of their United States um buildings. All the United States uh, storefronts. They're not going to be showing movies anymore. Uh this was announced after No Time to Die 007 uh was pushed back until April of next year, which don't get me fucking started on that. Um uh, you know, I'm just I, I don't get it. This is just annoying. Um but yeah, Regal, I think was this the second, third largest chain uh in the in the US closing its doors. Quite sad. What do we think?
2: um i was okay so i've been to regal i was never the biggest fan of it but it is still one of those things where it's like who's next what it's it's one of those things where you're
0: like who's next you know what i'm saying oh for sure yeah um like is
2: amc gonna go down is marcus
0: gonna go down you know icon one of the one of these guys you know yeah because Regal, Regal was pretty big. Yeah, it's up there. Like I said, I think it's either second or third, either Marcus or Regal. I think they flip flop a little bit, and uh, it's a big deal. And um, like these, I like I said, I get it. I understand uh, why these 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 movie studios are so um, afraid to hop right back into the theaters with their with their stuff, and they're afraid of obviously the bottom line. More importantly than anything else, but. Um, If this continues on any longer, we're not going to have theaters, you know, Um, because like if you look at AMC, like what they're showing, they're showing like back to the future and shit. You know what I mean? Um, We need movies to get people back in um, to kind of get back to some kind of normal. I don't know what the plan is, uh, because I think who I think Batman got pushed back, too. But I think that had more to do with the production situation with uh, Robert Pattinson getting sick. Uh they pushed the matrix up so maybe that'll help but one of these movies has to be the one that kind of brings everybody back to the theater and um I don't know man hold on what the hell um and it's just a uh, it's just a weird thing bro i mean i don't know i don't know what we're what we're going to do i don't know what movie goes are going to do what, what do you think greg do you go to movies a lot <laughs> um uh,
1: i mean i don't particularly care for movie theaters i mean i get the whole stigma behind them you know it's an outing to do and gives people something to do and go see like the latest film on a big ass screen (laughs) loud audio and etc but i'm sure that when all the movies close they'll probably be (sighs) releasing movies like online you know that you'll just be able to like buy which i'm wholeheartedly have been yeah, you know, like I'm I, like I I wouldn't mind that because like, you know, with movie theaters, I feel like it's always like, oh, you buy snacks, spend a lot of money, and then particularly for me, the the audio is way way too loud. Like sometimes a gunshot or an explosion will like deafen my ear and I'm just sitting there like, you know, both fingers in my ears like this is too loud. Someone please turn it down, but I don't know. I I I don't particularly care for them as much, so this doesn't really affect me at all like if every movie chain theater or whatever actually ended up shutting down i wouldn't really you know Hmm. go head over heels you know
0: oh well yeah man i don't i don't know what to do uh, because i love going to the movie theaters my wife loves going to the movie theaters and um it's just kind of a kind of a weird thing and uh, like like gabe said who's next you know who else can hold on to this fucking financial hunger games that were going on with these movie theaters right now um I'm sure these theaters are running with minimum staff, and all these kids, stupid, stupid high school kids, need a job. You know what I mean? We, we need these places to be open, and uh, for my own selfish reasons, I just want them to stay open because the movie going experience for me is such a large part of my life. And I'm not even just talking about recently; I'm just talking about even when I was a kid. My dad used to take me to the movies all the time. The last thing I want our, is for them to close.
1: Aren't drive-ins making like a resurgence?
0: This is true. Um, now, would what, what I trade a couple of these uh, some, a couple of these chains for? for drive-ins to be just a regular thing from here on out maybe but uh, i haven't attended one yet has anybody in here attended up driving yet
2: negative on my head
0: <laughs> it's 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 a weird thing man i don't know hopefully they stay open hopefully they find a way to stay open and uh yeah man but these it really starts with these movie studios, man it really does all right let's keep moving gaming uh
2: so about two weeks ago microsoft bought out bethesda yep um, I know there are some questions, comments, and concerns about this transaction online. Uh, people are concerned that well, we'll never get a six Elder Scrolls. They're just going to keep re-releasing it, et cetera. Et cetera. Um, there's a lot of people going, oh, well, these franchises and series are ruined because Microsoft has... How do we feel about this entire situation?
0: I like I go first. I go first? Yes.
1: Uh, personally, I mean... I haven't really seen, like, if Microsoft usually is, you know, I guess partaking Hmm. in a development of a game, at at least in my my experience, it's always been good. Okay. And lately with Bethesda, um, they've already been re-releasing the Elder Scrolls on damn near every platform since 2011, and from, you know, the whole launch of Fallout 76, it was kind of a shit show, albeit they're kind of bringing it back slowly with the DLC that's coming out. So... I don't know. I think uh, this might be an interesting move, uh, especially since Microsoft Studios, you know, they have Blur and such that they use for Halo, so definitely may be a good chunk of better cutscenes on, you know, Bethesda games and whatnot. Imagine seeing Wolfenstein with Blur cutscenes. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a, that much negative parts about it, at least in my opinion. I think there might be a good chunk. I think the positives outweigh the negatives at this point, because Bethesda, I've, like I said, they've been kind of lacklice- lackluster since what, like,
2: 2017 2018
0: till now That sounds about right
2: um here's my thing we've seen a lot of companies like ea activision kind of cannibalize their um subsidiaries and such um i got a pretty good feeling that microsoft won't do that
0: do you think um this means Bethesda titles are microsoft exclusive moving forward
2: uh i don't think so actually i don't think so Um, because, I mean, you move something like Fallout or, you know, The Elder Scrolls to Xbox exclusivity, now that entire, like, IP is going to tank. I think Microsoft will retain its exclusives, but I also do think that they're going to play around with the idea of, like, hey, Bethesda, do you want to make a Microsoft exclusive that's not Fallout? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. I see that. Uh, For those who aren't as familiar with what bethesda is known for obviously fallout we talked about that they're kind of in their own situation right now with Fallout 76 kind of getting its ass whooped uh continuously since it were dropped um <clears throat> we also have this Honored on there which is a good a good little franchise that i've played I had fun doom that's probably the, the biggest name on here wolfenstein the evil within Uh, And, of course, the two new games that are coming out, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, So some of the bigger projects that either are working on or have worked on, they've also had such flops like Brink. Who remembers Brink? Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Do you remember the story I told you about Brink? No, what was that? Oh, sweet baby Jesus, buckling. So I was so excited to get this game. I literally scoured GameStops for it, right? Mm -hmm. And I picked up my copy, and I plug it into the Xbox, and it's just fucking unplayable so i jump through hoops i install it on the fucking hard drive itself etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and i was like literally so excited to play this game it was like 10 dollars used right mm-hmm. and i put all this time and effort and research into what the best way to play it is what this and that are blah 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 and i you know i was like everybody let's get this game we'll play together blah blah and it's a fucking shit show i hate that game
0: <laughs> greg i'm sure you have a wonderful opinion about how it's the greatest game ever made go ahead what? I'm sure you have an opinion about how's the greatest game ever made. Go ahead.
1: It wasn't the greatest game ever made. It definitely <laughs> had its issues, but I thoroughly okay. really enjoyed it when I had it on PS3. I mean, it died pretty quickly, but it yeah, did. I
0: had some fun with it. It did. I think the I think Brink was one of the first games to come out that they declared the COD killer, quote unquote. Yeah, didn't work out too well. Anyways, so um, yeah, man, that's that's the that's the dealio with that. Uh, kind of a kind of a big deal because there are some really large titles, obviously, on there uh, on that list that I just gave you guys, and uh, I guess we'll see what it's like moving forward. Because uh, Bethesda's a big boy man. Like when Bethesda talks, people pay attention, and um, I guess we will have to wait and see what's going on with that moving forward. So, speaking of uh, kind of the future, right? And again, I know this is a couple of weeks old at this point, but I wanted to um, talk about. The PlayStation conference, PlayStation 5 conference, as well as just the uh, the calamity that was the PlayStation and Xbox, because both of them had their issues, uh, launch, <laughs> their launch titles, launch uh, situation when it comes to when they dropped it on retailers. So uh, who said who watched the presentation? Do you guys watch the presentation that they dropped a couple weeks ago? I did not. Okay. I
1: didn't, but I read through the list of games. Uh, whenever, uh, me and you on Discord, like, that one day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, a couple things to notate. Uh, a couple of bigger things. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. It is uh, exclusive to the PlayStation 5, which is kind of interesting. Uh, bigger deal. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy they showed, which I don't think is going to be exclusive, but it's that finally that long-awaited... Uh, Hogwarts game, Harry Potter game that me and Gabe probably talked about probably a handful of times at this point. A uh, long, of, long
2: time ago, too. Yeah,
0: kind, of, kind of a bigger deal, an open world RPG styled game, and I am quite looking forward to this. What about, what about you guys?
2: Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see the longevity of the game, yeah. considering that it is uh, multiplayer faceted and stuff.
0: What about you, Greg? What do you think? Uh,
2: I haven't really seen anything about the game,
1: and when it comes to Harry Potter, I used to be a big fan, like. Fifth grade but it definitely fell off so might just float underneath my radar I might pick it up if it's like in the bargain bin I guess
0: okay fair enough um, a couple other things that they announced obviously they showed off a little bit more of Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, so that looks good um, they also showed off um, the Devil May Cry special edition Uber edition whatever the fuck they're calling it Devil May Cry 5 got a special edition that's coming to that uh, what else did they show us uh, a little bit more Resident Evil they showed us uh, there's a couple of other useful things, inter- interesting things that they showed us along the way. Uh, obviously, the the big boy that they closed out at the end was God of War, Ragnarok, dropping that on our heads. Uh, apparently next year it's coming out, which is shocking, <laughs> to, to say the least. Uh, I expected them to say 2023 when I saw the logo, especially when they didn't really give us a whole lot of details you know, about it um what do you guys think about the god of war ragnarok really uh little trailer teaser thing
2: i looked fun uh, i'm just kind of curious to see if it will be pushed back yeah because it does feel kind of soon doesn't it
0: it does uh i was telling my wife i'm like man i'm like if they're coming out with this next year i'm like they must have been working on this the moment <laughs> the, the last god of war came out because that game took what five six years to develop or something ridiculous you know and yep. uh yeah, it is kind of interesting to see that uh, they're really coming out with the with another one, man. It's, it's it's a weird, weird, weird thing. But with that being said, so that's just a, a couple of highlights from the presentation. And overall, I would say the presentation was successful. I watched it live, and I was uh, hook, line, and sinker. You know me. I'm a fanboy. I can't help myself. However, uh, what was said to us is that we'll, we will be getting information relatively soon about uh, potential pre-orders and how we're going to do that. It went from that to within probably about a five-hour time period saying, okay, going to be available at select, quote-unquote, retailers um, tomorrow, as early as tomorrow, which everybody's like, okay, that was kind of sudden. But okay, at least it was a little bit of a notice. And within hours of that, they dropped it on all the major retailers, Target, Best Buy, Walmart, uh, GameStop, all of these guys dropped their pre-sales. Um, And uh, what essentially happened was Nobody can get one All right, Um, I don't know what the deal is Apparently uh, the large retailers Put it up for pre-order without permission And even a lot of people who did get pre-orders I think Walmart was the biggest uh, The biggest offender on this Some people who did get pre-orders Got their pre-orders canceled on them And uh, has since been kind of the Hunger Games When it comes to Trying to get one of these things Including myself now, uh, and, and, and Greg, yeah. And we, I'm a loyalist, all right. Uh, I'm the biggest fan in the world when it comes to Sony and Sony consoles and PlayStation and all that. Uh, this is a tremendous disappointment. I don't recall having this issue when the PlayStation 4 dropped at all. I was able to hop on Amazon that same day and get it, and with very little issue. I don't know what the fuck they did, but they really fucked this up, and Xbox did a lot of the same thing from what I understand. Uh, i don't understand how in modern day how in modern day, in a technologically advanced society that we live in how we're fucking this up tell me how movie theaters like AMC do movie tickets better than a multi-billion dollar corporation like Sony and Microsoft when it comes to the release of this next generation console it is oh a,
2: he upset upset it
0: is yeah. a, it is a clusterfuck and both of them should be ashamed of themselves because they totally Fucked Their consumers They totally fucked their player base uh, In this situation And I don't understand uh, How it happened And uh, I still haven't got one man I still have my hands on one And it's pissing me off man (laughs) I am angry Uh, Especially since we were told hey man if you sign up early for You know the, the An invite event quote unquote You'll be guaranteed to get one Well I fucking signed up for it and I didn't fucking get one So um from what we're being told they're like whoa we have plenty of consoles coming out and we've made more consoles for the playstation 5 than we did for the 4 that's bullshit all right uh you're not gonna convince me that in the middle of a pandemic you have developed and uh, made more consoles than you did when the 4 came out don't fucking lie be 100 percent honest and maybe people will take it easy on you but they're full of shit sony's full of shit microsoft is full of shit and uh i'm angry so that's my rant
2: good copy on that is your rant
0: yeah so uh yeah some other news um the playstation 5 is not going to be backwards compatible uh i i i have a serious serious question does this really bother anybody i i, I get it everybody's like oh well the xbox is going to be backwards compatible all that bullshit i, I bro I've, I've wanted to play playstation 4 games i have a playstation 4 here <laughs> if I wanted to play PlayStation three games, I have those here too. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people are so upset about it. If you want to play last generation technology, it's fucking there. Go buy it. Go buy another one. It's 50 bucks at fucking play and trade or whatever the fuck. Maybe not play and trade cause it's close, but disc replay and shit. Like it's not that hard to get a hold of these consoles. Now I don't understand why this is a big deal. What do you guys think?
2: I think it's the mentality of obsolete. Sure. That stuff is still there, but it's no longer supported, et cetera, et cetera. I'm personally a big fan of... um, What are we going to call this? Backwards compatibility, right? Yep. Uh, Simply because if I wanted to, I don't have to go fuck around in some old boxes, replug everything in for a game that I'm going to play for a couple hours. I simply pop a disc in or download something, and I rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I like it, especially now because we're at this point where it can be done. They just simply choose not to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's my gripe with his whole situation at the moment.
0: So not so much that it's not. It's just that because they're choosing... To take the lazy route with it?
2: Yeah, I mean, because you, you do have a good point. It's like, sure, uh, the PlayStation 4 is probably not going anywhere at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where it's like, well, it can go. It can break. I mean, these things are not infallible, mm-hmm. and they're not bulletproof, and as time goes on, they're going to get less and less updates, less and less support, and they're more prone to breaking. So now the question is, if my PlayStation 4 does break, or like, let's go even back further. My PlayStation 1 currently does not hold the damn disc, because the little eyelet piece where you snap it onto is broken in half, right? So I literally cannot play PlayStation 1 game. Mm-hmm. And so now, with the whole retro shit coming back around, people are upcharging for PlayStations. Mm -hmm. People are upcharging for things like Nintendo 64s, and it's becoming more and more scarce and harder to get these games, these accessories, especially in colors that you want, or especially limited editions. Shit like that Mm -hmm. is getting harder to obtain, and that can simply be remedied by allowing people to play it on the current or the new gen. Okay. Because if I could pop all my PlayStation 1 games into my PS4, I would have by now.
0: From a because you guys would know but understand it better than I I will from a techno- technological standpoint is it really that difficult to, to pull off?
2: I have no idea. Um, yeah. so the type of technology Greg and I work with um is not the same as you know we do software. This is hardware stuff. Because mm-hmm. right. um, when you do uh, this kind of thing, you're typically emulating the previous generation of console right Mm -hmm. so like i have a psp emulator on my computer which runs fabulously because the psp was this cute little fucking system and it doesn't need much horsepower but when you try and start to emulate a playstation 3 like we're just getting around to kind of padding that down and same with the xbox 360 there's a lot of things and processes that go into making a good emulator you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so it's it could be a hardware thing but I mean, we saw with the PlayStation Three, it handled one and two just fine. You know what I mean? And clearly, Microsoft's doing something to make the previous gen games work. So why not PlayStation? Why not
0: Sony? I don't know. It's uh, it's very interesting because, I, like I said, I see a lot of people like on my Facebook freaking out about it. I'm like, I'm, I just don't. It's just me. Like I said, I know it's a me thing, but I really don't care. <laughs> you know? Well,
2: okay. Let me let me let me frame this in in such a manner, right? PlayStation 5 comes out, you're right, your PlayStation 4 is probably not going to go anywhere for a couple of years. But then as time goes on, you move houses, you know, you get a bigger family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you're going to probably get rid of it, or it's probably going to break at one point or another, right? Mm-hmm. And then 20, 25, 30 years down the line, you're probably like, man, I wish I could play The Last of Us, right? And that's mm-hmm. a bad example, because that's probably going to get ported right over it within the first couple of years. But, like, those games, and those memories, and that gameplay is now harder to obtain because mm-hmm. of the scarcity
0: this is true what, what do you think greg
1: i'm a little irked about that i mean you know i owned a ps1 and 2 and a 3 and i skipped out on the 4 because you know money issues but uh yeah i mean when i was younger you, you know gamestop always had the deals where it's like yeah trade in your old console for this new one and such and you know again my that, a i was just fucking middle schooler and a high schooler and didn't have money and be my dad whoop my ass even if i before i even spit out the word playstation <laughs> and uh yeah so i would usually sell my consoles to get the newer one and mm-hmm. it does kind of work me that it's not one two three compatible because there's a lot of good games on there and again microsoft's doing this already and with the playstation 5 titles i i, I like the ps3 a lot because you know you had stuff like kill zone resistance uh Man, you there was fucking love good, Killzone, it, 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 infamous, bro. Oh yeah, man. Like you I, would, love I would, Killzone. I would, I would definitely love to be able to, you know, get a PS5 like a digital edition and then find like the Killzone trilogy as a download and just boot that up and just you know relive my childhood. Like mm-hmm. they' I I'm a little irked about that,
0: especially mm-hmm.
1: you know one through three, especially because one through three was like the best of the
0: best. Yeah, they're pretty. Sick. I mean, I I
1: haven't really played much four. Yeah. You know, because but a lot of PlayStation Four stuff, you know. A, a good a good chunk of the triple triple uh, a titles they already came out on xbox and pc so i've already touched base with them except for the exclusives but yeah i mean i'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty little i'm not like you know oh my god i gotta put a word in with the ceo of sony but <laughs> it's a little it's, it's a little concerning
0: i got you i feel you
1: all right but yeah I, I, I don't even it doesn't have to be like a thing where it's like yeah let me pop my old disc and it could be like like I go on the Microsoft Store right now. There's that they label everything. It's like 360 games, Xbox like OG Xbox games, and an Xbox One games. Like if you could just go on the PSN Store and be like, search up like query PS One games two, three, etc., and, and just be able to download them, they'd be fine. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel ya, yeah. but yeah. So uh, one of the the bigger talking points was was that, and uh, I get it, I guess, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. All right, next up, who put this on here?
2: uh what is the next set? oh because i was looking up uh, so the current going price for a nintendo 64 just the console is about 135 dollars. if you want a controller and all the adapters it's about 150 and then it goes up depending on how many controllers and what game you get with it but so it starts at 135 and it goes up to like 300 for like a relatively like tame setup okay so I mean that that just goes to show you right like how much do you miss your Nintendo 64? Indeed. If only you could play your N64 games on your Switch. Indeed, indeed. Uh-huh. Uh, Crash Bandicoot is getting a sequel called Crash 4. Um, Isn't it out? Cool. Uh, it it might be out. I think it's out. This is old news.
0: Yeah, I think this is out now. Uh,
2: has anybody played it?
0: No, no, but I just love the fact that it's still that Crash Bandicoot is still pissing people off. That's my favorite.
2: Yeah, uh, released October 2nd, 2020, so uh, we're a couple days into the release. Okay. Um, I love this kind of weird resurgence of platformers. We got the Spyro mm-hmm. remakes, we got the Crash Collection and stuff like that. Um, I guess we'll see where it goes. I feel like platformers were a very, like, trendy, almost gaming fad, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, like, some of these platformers I go back to, I just fucking can't stand anymore. You know what I mean? Like, gaming has just evolved so much, and there's so much more to do than just like, hey, collect this and jump here and stuff like that.
0: Which platformers can, can you not stand anymore?
2: Oh, man, I'd probably have to go through my collection here. But, I mean, like, okay, let's do the obvious one. Like, uh, Super Mario 64 still holds up, right? Mm-hmm. Just because that's, like, the platformer, if we're being honest I, here.
0: Mar- Super Mario 64 is... If- if you're, if it's not in your top ten greatest games of all time, something's wrong with you. You know what I mean? It's just the Super Mario 64 is still, almost fucking twenty five years later, still the best Mario game ever released.
1: And if it's it, if if it is in your top ten, and you threw the penguin off the ice mountain, then there's still something wrong with
0: you. <laughs> For sure. But yeah. Uh, what else, Gabe? What what else you
2: got? Um, I, I guess I was just gonna wrap up with um. it it was a gaming fad and it still might hold some weight today but i don't think it'll be selling titles like stuff like call of duty um (laughs) you know know what i mean it's just like the the boat has sailed and now we got to see how that stuff holds up spyro and crash and crash 4 sold because of nostalgia Mm -hmm. reasons right Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they're competent games Mm -hmm. but i didn't buy the spyro trilogy because i was like oh i've never touched this let's start a platformer at you know 23 years of age no nobody does that you buy the spyro trilogy because you fucking played it when you were like six years of age
0: yeah there's probably some truth to that but the thing is yeah i I think a platformer is good for like the the entry level gamer you know somebody who's new who does is not familiar with how the controls work and who maybe not have the best uh, hand eye coordination? Like I would start my daughter with like a Crash Bandicoot. You know what I mean? I wouldn't start her with fucking Call of Duty or none of that shit because yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. But I feel what you're saying. I mean, um, it is kind of interesting to watch it come back around a little bit. But like you said, I think I think nostalgia has a lot to do with that. Now I wish Crash Bandicoot well. I hope hopefully it it's, it turns out well and hopefully people buy it and all that. But I'm probably not going to buy it. You know, so I don't know. What do you think, Greg?
1: I think with platformers, it's when when you like you said, it's decent for entry level entry level gamers, and also if you're a completionist Mm because a lot of these you know have collectibles. Mm -hmm. And me and Gabe, like at one night, we we were playing up, booting up Spyro, because you know I I played Ripto's Rage back in the day. Mm -hmm. It was really easy. Mm -hmm. It was kind of too easy to the point where it was boring, Mm -hmm. and I just almost didn't like want to continue on.
2: But yeah, one uh, game, we we got, um, uh, we, go through a through. we, we, we like cleared like six or seven stages in like, I don't know, maybe 30, 35 minutes. And we were just like plowing through and the controller was just going back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like this shit used to be a lot harder when we were younger, you know, but it's like, we learned, we adapted, we overcame. And now we came back to something that we learned on. It's like riding a bike with training wheels. Yeah. One,
1: one platform I really want to see come back is Sly Cooper.
0: Ooh!
1: I miss Sly Cooper, man. Oh, that, that game was a bop. Yep. I think they came back with like the trilogy, yeah, on, on the, PS3 or something yeah. like that. Yep. I bought that shit and I was like, oh man, this is fun.
0: Sly Cooper is fantastic. I love it so much. It's just such a good game. But with that being said, I mean, it's funny that you guys mentioned that. You're like, oh yeah, and you know, it, it is kind of your younger gamer, gamer sensibilities, but. Man, I've seen rage tigers of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> so
1: well, again, those these are like the speed. Like they make a challenge. Like you can take something easy and make a challenge out of it. You can do stuff like speed runs. You know, one hundred percent. I'm talking about nor- I'm talking about
0: normal gamers playing the Crash Bandicoot remakes. I get Yeah, get get. I'm gonna send you. A, I'm gonna send a video in that little uh, in that new thing that I didn't even know you got. Do I feel like I got fucking jumped in your <laughs> earlier today? I telegram. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I feel like I got jumped. Anyways, because i like, actually, you know, it's like, oh, Gabe's like fucking throws me in a, in a basically a locker, and I'm trapped with you guys. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna show you guys a, send you guys a video of a grown ass man getting fucking furious at these Crash Bandicoot remakes. Maybe maybe it's just a, like a like a solo crash thing because people people are getting upset got upset over Crash Bandicoot remakes. So, yeah, yes and no. I understand what you guys are coming from, but uh yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, there's probably some truth to that. I guess we'll have to see what happens in the long run with these with these styles of games. Like I said, I hope they do well uh because they're fun. You know, they're fun little games for for you guys to play. Man, we should we should try to play Crash Stone game. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> This dude. <laughs> so uh, that's an idea. But yeah, before we move on to this thing, because I'm going to talk, um, did you guys happen to see the new uh, Call of Duty Ghost, or not Ghost, uh, Zombie trailer at all?
1: Bits and pieces of the Zombie trailer. I mainly saw the multiplayer trailer. Because Zombies is always, well, I'm starting to get back, in, I'm, I'm starting to get into it a little bit more, because I'm like, well, when me, Gabe, and friends played like, on PC and such, mm-hmm. But back in the day, I was never really into zombies, and the last good map, in my opinion, was Ascension, because after that, I just spiral, spiraled Jesus. out of control into, like, <laughs> Easter eggs, and, okay. oh, shoot the moon with this laser, and then, you know, resurrect Cleopatra and steal her <laughs> steal her weave, or some shit like that. It just got too too insane. I was That's why I was, like, always multiplayer and story-focused. Zombies, <laughs> I would, like, jump in if I'm just no internet solo, so let's see
2: how far I get.
0: Okay. Kate, okay, what do you think?
2: um so i didn't see any footage zombies is always kind of a treat for me even Mm -hmm. even if i only watch like the explanation videos i think they're very well woven and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i love the fucking timeline it's just like i'll i'll rewatch that thing once a year, like a two hour long video explaining everything up to the point because it is a good story you know i like it quite a bit there's a lot going on there um that being said man um i'm holding out on this cod I'm probably holding out on COD for another, like, six or seven years, if we're being honest. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my goodness. I'm holding
2: out on COD on
1: PC. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the main point I wanted to get at PS5. Mm -hmm. Because Call of Duty on PC... Now, modern warfare is pretty much thriving because they introduced crossplay, which is always great. But mm-hmm. there's still a decent chunk of optimization issues, especially with AMD builds. Mm-hmm. Like I have,
0: mm-hmm. like I have
1: to play on windowed mode with like normal graphics, because otherwise, I, like like I can't play normally. And and Warzone still crashed. Like well, yeah, you still When crash. Warzone first came out, yeah, yeah, I was like crashing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, my my rig is definitely built to handle this stuff. And even before that, when you know Call of Duty was only on PC, it always died out within four months there, it came to a point in time with advanced warfare where i would play with like a guy and then drop the game for two months and then boot it back up and then it's the same fucking people i played with two months ago that i'm in the lobby with and i'm like I, I'll, they'll message me and be like oh hey i haven't seen you in a while it's like yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah I mean, it, it was a different experience for sure because no aim assist and, mm-hmm. you know, flat, trippy uh, controller movements. Like, I believe Advanced Warfare was definitely up there for D- me as the title. I loved Advanced Warfare, especially I, on PC. Like, just the whole nutty, crackhead, mm-hmm. exosuit experience. But this COD, definitely going to pick it up on console and probably just going to stick with Call of Duty on console. Unless it's a crackhead-like COD, like Advanced Warfare was, then maybe I might think about picking it up on PC.
0: Bro, I'm going to I'm gonna stand by the fact that I, I said this a couple years ago. Uh, advanced warfare is easily one of the most underrated Call of Duties of all time.
1: Man, I love that shit. Yeah. Even the even even like the 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 package drops or whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was quite money inducing, but when you got that AK twelve R I P, oh that was man. Nice. Yeah, that that was... shit ah oh, l- lactating nipples right yeah.
0: off the bat. Or the speakeasy for the that one uh SMG one. Yep, that was sick, man. Yeah, the
1: speakeasy. Oh man. And, 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 and it, it changes changed it aesthetically too. And it's not always you know, buffs, it, had, it came with debuffs too, like, yeah. you know, decent range, but you get like a damage fall off or Correct. more yes. recoil or something like that, so it, it still kind of kept it minimally balanced. Correct. Except, except for the Val. the is just
0: awesome <laughs> shit. Absolutely. So, uh, so the, they do have some changes going on with COD Zombies this year. Uh, so, the storyline, they, they said that canon is canon, that they're not going to go back and try to bring back you know rick Toffen or dempsey or nothing like that that this is going to be a new set of people um called requiem i guess is the name of the organization however the trailer opened up with something that i thought was rather interesting and I'm, i know gabe knows the storyline very very well but apparently um the, the trailer opened up with a female called sam calling weaver and letting her letting him know that uh there's something going on and when she called her passcode was maxis Ah,
1: look at that. Yes, yeah. ties so, ties it, it all ties together.
0: So, uh it looks like Samantha Ma- uh, Maxis is in this some way somehow she's involved and uh the new the first map, I don't know if you guys heard this, the map for the game is um Nocturne Toten, but they've added something to it. So, it's not just the same classic map that you know already. Basically what they're implying is that there was something always going on beneath the surface of Nocturne and um it's expanding to that part of the map so basically there was this hidden um you know hitting uh facility underneath nocturne and maybe it's going to start to explain some of the problems or why nocturne started when it started you know what i mean so uh but it does take place in modern times you know or not modern times in the 80s uh modern times for the game i guess and um they made some changes to a couple of things uh i think they're they're allowing some level of kill streak to be involved in the game, so I think that's kind of a, a weird, weird thing. Uh, they're also allowing you to drop in with a loadout if you want. So um, and- yeah, so I, I know people are, but basically, what they're saying is that if you do drop in with like your own loadout, that the first wave of zombies is automatically harder. Okay. Yeah, and uh, also there is a way for the game to end without you dying. You can call in a like a. Like an uh a nuke? A, no, like an evac. Like you can call in a helicopter and say, Hey, come pick us up and you would have to survive like five rounds of just like ultra ridiculously hard, powerful zombies coming at you in order to survive. And again, I'm assuming there's some kind of XP bonus that comes along with that. So, uh the first map is called D Machine. Die Machine. Uh, and it looks kinda cool. I'm not the biggest zombie player. Uh unlike Gabe, like I've tried to go through that video like probably a hundred times and i get lost about halfway through and i'm like who the fuck what whats what is what, what what is going on uh but i've tried to watch it and like gabe said it's very rich in story it's surprisingly deep and um i wonder what the next step is i don't usually i'm not looking forward to zombies but this is actually something that piqued my attention quite a bit and um apparently there's going to be some kind of crossover with war um with the new zombies too so maybe we get some zombies in warzone moving forward as well so i thought that was kind of interesting gabe you have any any closing thoughts on that
2: uh it looks like we have another movie theater to shut down gentlemen who's that noct nocturne.
0: nocturne is not the movie theater Kino, oh. kino's the movie theater
2: Kino, <laughs> uh so metal gear solid remake question mark who put this on here
0: i put this on here who the fuck you think this is um so rumors are circulating that um, they will be remaking Metal Gear Solid, uh, the original, the first one, uh, with Shadow Moses. That Yeah, that one. That they're going to be remaking this game. And uh, Metal Gear Solid is one of my favorite franchises of all time. And I mentioned it to somebody that I'd much rather them remaster these games than attempt to make a new one <laughs> without Hideo Kojima. It was five that bad. Five was wonderful. Five was five was sick. Five was not the problem. They had that. Um, what was it called? Game
2: mobile game. No, survive Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, Metal. Oh, the online one. Yeah, yeah. that
0: I was. I heard the...
1: that one was pretty shit.
0: Yeah, that was trash. Metal Gear Solid Five was fucking wonderful, but uh, so yeah, they are. Looks like they're remaking this thing, and I am just fucking oozing excitement for this thing because
1: once the when did the last remake come out because i know they remade them uh they made one two and three for ps3 Mm -hmm. and the thing i liked a lot is that they tossed in peace walker yeah with that and it's also available on xbox one with backwards compatibility
0: oh sweet Uh, Um yeah so So yeah
1: when when, when did they remake that i feel like it was like 2012 eight years ago or something
0: yeah it was a while ago yeah it was a while ago um but yeah it's gonna be a total total remake uh in a similar vision of i'm sure the resident evil games so uh we're just kind of a reimagining redoing fixing of this of the game itself and uh i'm i'm pretty 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 fucking jazzed about this guys hey
1: i can play through two and still not understand the whole plot of the game <laughs> god it took me like i was literally researching it i beat it on playstation 3 metal gear solid 2 mm-hmm. i was like two weeks in trying to research like what the fuck was going on That's i still what, couldn't understand it it's
0: just one of the most difficult uh, franchises to to kind of figure out what's going on all the time because it's just yeah, it's, too, it's like liquid snake and so, solid like, snake
1: solid snake and
0: <laughs> liquid some
1: some with going on with egg, like cracking eggs in a frying pan in <laughs> metal gear solid 4, that was 4
0: yeah that was 4 That was
1: some weird <laughs> shit and i'm like why are you cracking... there was like there was a message in that I know that i know there was a message with that and i was like what's going on it was, why are you trying to metaphorically say something with cracked eggs <laughs> fuck hey, it's man. like it's like solid
2: plasma snake what the fuck
0: that that's fucking hideo kachima for you bro i love it though yeah, yeah it, i love it, it it's ridiculous and i'm excited man uh
2: speaking of uh weird metaphors silent hill 4 mm-hmm. the room is now in gog yeah.
1: Yeah, I put that on there. I was going to transition with speaking of games that need remakes. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, I noticed on Reddit that Silent Hill 4 The Room is now on GOG, which is fucking great. Well, first off, I had to actually check for myself because, you know, you don't believe a lot of stuff on the internet. But it, it,
2: it's actually true. I have which a question. Is nice I'm P-
0: I have a question. Yes. What is what is GOG?
2: <laughs> it's just another game market platform yeah. like Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like
1: Fanatical, formerly Bundle Star. But, uh, oh, okay. yeah, it's it's on PC now, which is pretty cool, because I think the only P- Silent Hills on PC are like Homecoming, which, well, from what I heard, was pretty ass, and there's another one, but I don't remember which one it is. And I'm pretty happy about 4 being up on PC, uh, since that was sort of my entry point with Silent Hill into the series. Uh, so I didn't play like 1, 2, or 3 or whatever, but I did start with 4 of the Room, mainly because it came with the, you know, those monthly subscription discs that you. C- get with like your playstation mm-hmm. like for your playstation 2 and you can yes, pop sir. it in it's like game demos and shit mm-hmm. yeah i played silent hill 4 um sorry silent hill 4 the room i shit my pants when i was young but i was definitely interested in this series i ended up picking it up and i played through it on ps2 and it was a blast mm-hmm. but yeah i'm pretty glad that's on there i haven't copped it yet because i just literally yesterday copped the mafia definitive edition trilogy mm-hmm. so i might hold off to get this okay plus i don't think it you can i don't know if it's like you buy it and it goes to steam i think like gog has its own like launcher yep Yep. yeah so that's kind of sketchy if it was able to port to steam i'd I'd trust a little bit more Mm because my experience with the epic store has been quite lackluster Hmm. but yeah i'll definitely end up checking it out i'm pretty glad hopefully they start doing this with the other silent hill games at least so that way the pc audience can experience them instead of having to hunt for like a ps2 and one and three or any other older generation console that they did. But yeah, either having it all come out on PC or a full blown remake of all the Silent Hill games would definitely be welcomed.
0: For sure. You see for all sure. these
1: other games getting remastered and Silent Hill is just like, totally it's fun- it's like it's like the Spongebob meme where it's like Squidward staring at Spongebob and Patrick running out in the wild. You see like Resident Evil and now, now I guess Metal Gear Solid. They're all like, "Oh, we're remakes," and then Squidward fucking Silent Hill. and they're like, "Damn, <laughs> damn, B."
0: But with the with the blinds, <laughs> I'm a half-
1: fucking going through yeah. with it right now.
0: <laughs> with the blinds half open, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So uh, I just added this. There's a, a, yeah, I,
1: I heard about this. It's there, like some weird psychological horror co-op four-player thing.
0: Yeah, so this is called Phasmophobia. Now, uh, obviously, everybody's trapped in the Among Us thing, including myself. I fucking love the game. But there's another game that's kind of uh, coming out of the woodwork when it comes to popularity. And Phasmophobia is that game. Basically, Greg nailed it on the head. All right, It is a four-player co-op game where you and a group of friends go into a haunted location and... And your job is to investigate, to find out what kind of ghost it is, and to try not to die, all right, is the basic premise of it. Apparently, it's developed by, like, a small handful of people, from what I understand, and uh, there's legitimate scares here. So, what I'm here to do is I'm here to pitch this, because Gabe says he thinks it, my, my my system can run it. I think...
1: Well, is, is the ghost or threat player controlled, or is it AI controlled, and it's AI, just strictly... AI the, controlled. The human.
0: Oh. Yeah, AI controlled. That- that's something new. Yeah, so it's AI controlled, and uh, apparently they, they it's pretty pretty fucking terrifying from what I hear. Uh, my favorite thing about it is that the uh, proximity the voice, is, uh, voice chat is oh, proximity, proximity chat. Yeah, it's proximity. That's scary. Yeah, so you could hear your friends screaming from a, <laughs> muffled screaming from another room, and I think it's something that we should give it a shot, especially if my system can run it. What do you guys think?
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm down as long as you know people jump on it cuz there's always this thing of let's all get this game and then two of us get it and then the other for <laughs> like waiting on paychecks bro and then it never happens and then i just had this game sitting in my fucking steam library for like 8 years down the line well that's got to like someone says oh let's play
0: that was got to do with me I had, I had nothing to do with that uh but you got 3 here and there's four total that you need so all we got to do is find a fourth and hopefully, who has who among you has a good scream <laughs> as far as, like, your other friends? Like, could Scott scream? Ish, ish got a good scream? Ish. We should get Probably Ish. Yeah. Ish should get the game so I could hear him scream from <laughs> another room.
2: <laughs> you don't want to hear that man scream.
1: <laughs> We'd hear Scott scream, and it'll be like three seconds of screaming, I would just cut out. And then you see the Discord message, hey, my my, uh, my game crashed.
0: Yeah, that's what happens when you he punch got, your screen, bruh. His rig got scared shitless for no reason. For sure. Good
2: copy on Phasmophobia. So, Let's talk about music news and reviews.
0: All right, so uh, this first thing I put down because I thought about it, uh, because I was going through my New For You uh, dealio on Apple Music, and I was listening through some songs, and as i was listening to them how long do you guys take how long do you give a song before you decide you like it or not like a minute like i'm talking about like physically like playing it through you give it a minute gabe um
2: well i feel like the songs that i end up loving i'll usually know like way sooner Mm -hmm. but i'll usually give a song a minute before i'm like "Ah, i'm not feeling this Mm -hmm.
1: I i usually give it a couple listens maybe two or three before i start liking it for sure I kind of – there's a strict criteria that goes through my head.
0: Okay. Give me it.
1: Depending on what the, the – oh, I can't get just can list it off right now, but <laughs> depending on what – I guess it also depends on the genre as well. Okay. It definitely has to be mel- melodic. Uh, melodic. Good, melodic, whatever. <laughs> uh, if it has vocals, I got to be hitting the right notes. Uh, B has to be decent, et cetera, et cetera. like it, it, I don't know. It's just this weird like – process checklist. checklist yeah it, it, and it always depends on like what genre it is too
0: okay that's fair um i i did it like i checked it out i give it 30 seconds if at 30 seconds i'm not blown away i move on that's what i've learned
2: because
0: i'm like nope 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 and i just i just keep moving until i find something i like so uh yeah that's what i thought i thought it'd be kind of a kind of a fun little thing all right so uh new single time uh, Bring Me the Horizon has dropped their follow-up single to Parasite Eve. Uh, I don't know about you, Gabe, but I winced <laughs> when I saw it drop because I'm like, oh, this is a song featuring Youngblood, and I don't even know if I'm going to like it. Right? And I played you it. ended up loving it. And I really like it.
2: Now, it's mu- really good.
0: Now, the music video is completely batshit crazy, but um, the the song itself is, is solid. Solid solid Yeah, I, song.
2: I think their approach with the music video was, uh, well, we always do something serious and kind of uh, – yeah dark you know, so let's do something fun yeah. and i was like you know what fuck it that's a good that's a good philosophy to have
0: for sure for sure it,
2: it is properly good it has elements of bringing the horizon throughout most of the ages mm-hmm. and i quite dig it um i'm i'm kind of looking forward to, to what they're doing you know obey kind of was like hey hey buddy we're still here yeah for me
0: it was uh they're two for two with the the singles of the this next project that they're working on so so far so good Good I, copy. I haven't hated it, so that's good.
2: <laughs> uh, we got an album review. Greg, did you listen to this? Yeah, I did while working. Cool beans. Let me let me crack my shot at it, because uh, I actually texted Jake. It's been four years, um, a couple days ago, since we saw Beartooth Every Time I Die, Fit for a King, and somebody else. Old Wounds. Lineup. Old Wounds. There we go. Thank you. Um, and so Fit for a King dropped an album called The Path. It's getting a lot of fucking hate on Twitter and it's absolutely obscene because I actually quite like this album uh-huh. and I found the perfect kind of metaphor for it, right? I so you. I feel like this with the first for. half, right? With the first half of this album, what Fit for a King did was they took that nice spicy curry that you like oh my God. and they took away the hot sauce and they revealed a lot of the underlying tones and flavors. The fucking drum tracks on this album are so tasty without being grossly abrasive. Like, they're in your face... But they're still, like, not touching you. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think a lot of the, the gripe, the hate, is that they went for a more rock sound as opposed to something like Death Grip or opposed to something like Dark Skies. I like it, man. Uh, let's draw back some of the layers of Heavy in the scene and let's see what these guys can do. Maybe not in a totally different genre, but let's see what they can do with different sounds, different... Um, you know, tonation stuff of that nature, and you know what? My rating for this album is a very solid B plus. I dig it quite a fucking bit.
0: Okay, so they went dad rock, and you're okay with it, is what you're trying to say?
2: I don't think they went full blown dad rock, to be honest. With you. Maybe mm. in the first half, there's definitely like pertinent <laughs> elements of dad rock, but sure. towards the latter half of the album, they retain that nice heavy fit for a kingness that people have grown to love. It's just a matter of they're always comparing. to their old work like oh this isn't death grip like of course it's not death grip death grip came out four or five years ago at this point you know what i mean like move with the times
0: for sure for sure okay greg what did you what did you think about it
1: i don't really listen to fit for kings that much and i haven't really listened to a lot of their stuff at all so i can't really do something in depth at like gabe but i can definitely say from an outside standpoint outsider standpoint that i thoroughly enjoyed this album i think well I, i was working you know doing my daily work and my job while listening to this and tracks like Annihilation and Vendetta definitely wanted to make me punch my fucking computer screen mm-hmm. with a fist and a balled up fist mm-hmm. but one song definitely stuck out and it hit all the check marks uh, with, this test, with this style of music in my head Sure, and that was God of Fire uh, oh, yeah. definitely definitely one of my favorite tracks uh, the singing is phenomenal uh, gives me some uh, Asking Alexandria Lesson Ever Learned vibes uh, with that yeah like like those three tracks just stood out for sure for me especially god of fire that that's just such a banger of a track but no overall i thoroughly enjoyed this album and might check out fifth Kings a little bit more if they you know do stuff more stuff like this
0: okay cool
2: yeah absolutely uh it's one of those things where you know we've had this talk and with the 100th album dropping on friday i think it's time to kind of wipe the chalkboard of like preconceived notions in regards to this aspect of music you know what i mean because uh, I, I, I've i said it before, I'll say it again. As long as they can sleep at night, that's all that matters because they're doing what they enjoy, right?
0: Sure, absolutely. Sounds good. Cool beans. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to it yet, so I, I don't have an opinion yet.
2: I think you'll like it. All right. I, my money is on that you'll enjoy it, or at least most of it.
0: All right, yeah, I'll probably check it out. It's on my list because uh, I saw that you guys were doing you're that I knew that Gabe was doing it. i kind of surprised that Greg did it. Good job, man. It's not a bad little review. Um E. So I'm going to go ahead and get to that next But let's move on to something that that, that that's huge and important to me Alright, so um, Basically, a couple of weeks ago Well, a week, week or two ago at this point uh, Evan Pharmacus, formerly of Vanna Dropped a little uh, teaser music video uh, With the new group that he has formed <laughs> The thing about this new group is that it's basically Curses era Vanna uh, All the original members from Curses are on this project all of them and um i got instantly excited i almost started to cry and the project it's called in spirit all right and like i said it's basically a dream come true for me because i miss vanna deeply and don't get me wrong you know i, I love davy era vanna uh it's void is still my favorite vanna album of all time but uh, the, my second album would be curses uh curses was like what had dropped when i first started to get into them and, um, I am just fucking Uber, Uber excited about this, about this deal, man. Uh, apparently we got a music video dropping in 10 days and I'm fucking ready for it, man. I, I don't know what it is. And I was talking to Adriana about it. I don't know if it's, um, they just make music that I want to hear or I want to hear because they're making the music. You know what I mean? So I don't know what it is. But um, that little snippet that they dropped, a little thirty second snippet or whatever, it, I need that injected directly into my fucking jugular vein. jugular vein, bro. Skull. Yeah, I I need that in my life. I miss it. Uh, that sound is um is is very authentic to who they are, and you could I told I could tell who it was right right away because I was scrolling past it and I clicked it not even realizing what it was. And I'm um, like, wait a minute, and then I look took a look around the room of all the people in the in the video. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Wait, I know you. Yeah, I'm like, wait a fucking second. And my wife did the same thing. I, I'm like, watch this, and she's like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's it's Vanna. It's basically Vanna. Uh, basically, their tagline is it's old friends, but uh, no old friends. Old friends, new music. Old sound, new songs, basically is what they said. So uh, I'm all over it, and I need it in my life immediately. And hopefully, by the next time we run the show, we'll have some uh, we'll have some some uh, music to talk about. Yeah, but I am sure I got I got ten
2: dollars that they're gonna have a Davy Muse feature sooner or later.
0: I think so too. I know that he's probably. I think Davy's going through some hard times based on his uh, social media presence recently. Uh, But hopefully, they do have. They show a little bit of love to the rest of the members who aren't who weren't included in that original lineup because uh, there's some good guys in there, and I've had nothing but uh, positive experiences with these guys in uh, my, my whole entire fandom of them for the last you know eleven, twelve years or so. So, um, yep. I, I'm so how
2: do you feel that I'm going to be seeing Nick Lambert in July next year?
0: That's pretty fucking metal, man. I'm happy for you. Uh, yeah, man, it's just it's just, it's just just wonderful, and um, I'm excited, man. Like I said, I, I'm starting to cry a little bit because it was just something that I needed in my life. I need that sound, and uh, Vanna, oh, I guess I don't want to say Vanna's back, but they, they kind of are in a spiritual way. In
2: spirit, yeah. yeah. In the- it's funny because I showed you um, that band um, Come and Rest the other day, and I was like, hey, man, you miss Vanna? I miss them too, and now <laughs> they're like, you know, in spirit, they're back.
0: Hey, see? See what they did there? Cause in the,
2: spirit, in yeah. spirit. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so we have two additional singers, singles, excuse me, uh, one by a smaller band called Whitweather, uh, the song's called Turquoise, or as I like to call it, Turquaqua, uh, <laughs> check it out, it's dirty, it's nasty, <laughs> the production, uh, these, these younger bands are getting it, man, the production on this song is fucking awesome, studio-grade quality, as you would want and expect out of a band that's trying to get big, um... These dudes are gonna go somewhere. I can almost guarantee that. And then a slightly bigger band called Spirit Box, uh, Holy Roller, keep the spooky and rock and roll. Um, it's definitely have flavors of heavy in it. It's very um, if you like Killswitch Engage, you're gonna love this band.
0: Oh, nice. This is
2: this is like uh um, it's female fronted if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's very much in the same like spiritual vein. Uh, the guitar work is like, I don't want to say derivative, but inspired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And th- this band. Is doing something right with merging that weird trifecta of like metalcore slash hardcore, like your typical rock fans, and then like your like dad rock butt rock kind of genres, Stop. and they're kind of bringing everybody together. You know what I mean?
0: You just drop butt rock. I, I'm ashamed of you. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, but regardless of the terminology I'm using, I think you should check out Spirit Box. Also, their merch is fucking easily one of the best i've ever seen they dropped a halloween crew neck that is absolutely gorgeous if i like this band more um you best bet i'd be spending that 60 dollars on it
0: okay fair enough fair enough very very cool we got anything else on the music news and review section of the podcast
2: yeah i have one last thing a little gripe or complaint um every time i die, tweeted the other day they just said hey and everybody was like where the fuck is the album
0: <laughs> they are expert level level trolls those guys
2: you know who runs that account
0: who
2: jordan fucking buck i
0: bet he does yeah (laughs) quick
2: little thing because it's probably been like a month since i talked about every time i die um new junk aesthetic had its 11 year anniversary if i'm not mistaken no it's not that old hang on let me double check
0: new junk aesthetic
2: new junk aesthetic had it no 11 years
0: 2009 yeah uh and jordan's insane gabe oh my god i remember that album was new
2: and uh, yeah, when it was new junk aesthetics. Now yeah. it's just mildly old junk aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> moldy junk but, uh, aesthetic. <laughs> moldy junk aesthetic. He was saying that on the day the album released he was at line at Best Buy drinking beers and stuff and they kicked him out. I do yeah, for his right. own album.
0: <laughs> I did see that, yeah, actually now you mentioned it. I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, because I did oh, see that. Oh man. Interesting. Excellent. All right. Uh you got anything else, Greg? You you yourself you got anything else?
2: No? I think Greg and I, uh, we so when Greg oh. and I get together on Lord, music, um, so we have these playlists called Type Beat Playlists, where we'll find one or two songs that like are like similar in nature, I'll mm-hmm. we'll be like, hey man, like, this shit bangs, and then we'll make a collab playlist. And so I posted in the chat earlier today, I posted a screenshot because Spotify, when you make a collaborative, it'll show the people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, when you see these two icons, like mine and Greg's, like you know this thing's gonna be fire. Mm-hmm. So I think Greg and I are gonna get together and maybe find an EP or an album that we both kind of fuck with and try and Double team it there in that aspect.
0: Hmm. Okay, interesting, interesting. And
2: and, and kind of even out the playing field because, as much as I want everything to be hardcore, it's not.
1: This is
0: true. Forbidden,
2: what is it? Forbidden playlists or Forbidden Beats?
1: Forbiddenbeats.mp3 was today's playlist. Yeah, this is definitely a (laughs) Sidewinder
2: genre of music. Okay, it's still banger.
0: Interesting, interesting. All right. I have
2: a challenge. Uh, One last thing. I have a challenge for the next podcast. Sure. Uh, I saw a tweet earlier today where it was name two na- name a better back to back album release than this right mm-hmm. and everybody was posting they're like okay this album and this album and I want to see what everybody says in that aspect okay so it has to be two albums that were released consecutively back to back same artist
0: okay Okay.
2: And and by back to back, I I don't mean like they drop this and then six months later they drop this. Yeah. They just have to be this album and that album in the discography order. And I want to see what everybody brings to the table because I have a couple of choices here that I need to make.
0: Do. Do we include EPs in that?
2: You you know, I know where you're going with this. I know. (laughs) No no EPs. It has to be an album. You bastard. Well, the, the only exception is if the EP is at least 35 minutes at which point it is a unofficially released album. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Okay, cuz where do you So where, so if there's <laughs> like a like if there's like a rapper out there that you want to argue for, fine, but that that EP/album has to meet the 35 minute mark. I'm going to have
1: to go out on a limb and say, put some relish and mustard on it, it ain't extra, and yeah, why the okay. fuck
2: is the bet still ain't free? They're not back-to-back, by the way. There's at least 16 in between. But, save no, it for there's extra.
1: one. There's one. Both 2014. It's <laughs> Pill Poppa's three. That's the that's the middleman.
2: Oh man, we got to show Jake Pfeiffer, don't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes, uh, learn about why to bet ain't still free. Still free.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, I think it'll be a fun challenge, and we haven't done a game on here for a while, so we'll call this a pseudo game.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll we'll definitely try that. Um, I have to take a look. I have a few off the top of my head, but since we're not including EPs, I'm going to drop the one that I did have on top of my head. Uh, it was going to be the Zombies EP and. Uh, and Death yeah, Row, no, and Death, Death Throne. yeah, Death Throne.
2: Excellent choice, by the way. Yeah, but I knew exact. I knew the moment you asked, <laughs> I was like, "No," because then you can spin this a couple of different
0: yeah, ways. Absolutely, and with the same band too.
2: <laughs> um, I, I'll say this: I, I think you can pick any two in their discography back to back, and it wouldn't necessarily be a bad choice. Maybe not the best choice, but I don't think it'd be a bad choice.
0: Yeah, they don't have really bad any bad albums, really. So,
2: yeah, um, and you know we. Hey, maybe that's another game we should play. Bands with no bad albums, even though we've played it before.
0: Put it on there. Put it on the agenda for next for next for next time.
2: I'll let you uh, copy and paste it because you get oh, angry at me when I. I did. Hear you right now. I
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that that was a uh, I would say a productive episode. Of I
2: think we got in we we did what we needed to do it's like going in on to work on like a saturday morning you don't want to be there so you don't look at your phone because the sooner you get done the sooner you get out
0: right absolutely um yeah man that that was fun uh thank you guys for joining us this week on the second city kids podcast this was episode 163
2: 163
0: and we'll be back next time for episode 164
2: 164
0: and until then folks uh deuces 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 Thank you guys for joining us this week on the Second City Kids podcast. You can like us on iTunes, Google, anywhere else podcasts are found. Any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email us at secondcitykids.gmail.com. Until next week, folks, deuces.